Welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about getting to know your kids based on what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Just Dads Reading Books. It's me, and I'm here with my friend EJ. And I have an urgent announcement, and I'm here with my friend Matt. Urgent. Oh my goodness. I'm scared. Today's energy is brought to you by uh, everything in my house being just sort of like packed up and it getting really Uh weird in this office. And Uh Uh also like, it just feels like everything's going a million miles per hour. And I feel like every show I'm a part of, I'm bringing this Mm -hmm. energy to it. And maybe everyone Mm -hmm. is sick of Mm -hmm. hearing it, but Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. don't get to escape. So why should you? You yeah, know? you don't you don't get to leave Matt's purgatory. Matt's purgatory <laughs> is all encompassing. We all have to live in Matt's world, Matt's limbo. All right, like you don't live in your own world. No. You live in Matt's world. You live now. in my world, and you're welcome yeah. for it. Uh, yeah, but boy, howdy, we're also bringing a weird energy because we read some. So, okay, first, I haven't finished Akata <laughs> Warrior, so we've been doing this like one, yeah. two, three, one, two, three thing. And today's mm-hmm. episode maybe should have been Akata Warrior, but I'm just not ready for it yet. But we were just skipping ahead to the picture books we wanted to do, uh, and EJ wanted to do Olivia, the series of Olivia books by Ian Falconer, and uh, he likes them, <laughs> and I don't. Let's discuss on Crossfire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Stewart here. I get the role of John Stewart. You get Tucker Carlson. No, no, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Oh, okay. How oh, about, you chose the show. I, I get to choose who I am. Oopsie doodles. Uh, no, you made an oopsie. I, I would love to hear about your um, history with Olivia. Is there some? Did you? Do you? Not have a, really. Not really. You just where? So what? What brought up Olivia to you? What inspired the choice? Yeah, my daughter has a copy of Olivia in her room, and I was just kind of walking by. I was like, oh, I remember that being kind of a charming book. It's, uh-huh. it's the original Olivia, the first of the series of, I don't know, 10, 12 books, something like that. Um, and it's from 2000. Uh, I remember reading it to her as a kid, and I really liked the eclectic character yeah. that is Olivia. Totally. Right? I like, I like really weird characters in fiction in general like i like that sort of absurdist sort of character work yeah and it's it's interesting how kind of how olivia fits into her own world yeah like i know it's funny that we were talking about how you live in matt's world the beginning of this episode (laughs) it's kind of like that it's like this like the world kind of does revolve around olivia in these books Mm -hmm. and that's like something you have to kind of reckon with Especially when it's like Olivia decided to go on vacation to Venice. Yeah, yeah. And it's like she decided that, like a five-year-old decided that for her whole family. Sure. Like, you know, that's kind of the energy that it's these the feeling, books yeah, bring. From her perspective, right. I was going to Venice and my family right. happened to be coming. And that's kind of the, right. the vibe. I would also note each of these books, and I might be somewhat wrong here, but they, they at least mm-hmm. come off of the vibe of being a day in olivia's life like each one most mm-hmm. notably every book seems to end with olivia passing bed. out wherever yeah. she is like passing out in her bed or on her vacation bed or whatever it's like she goes to sleep at the end of almost every book uh is something i found noteworthy but more importantly that feeling of it feels like just a day right the names of these books 
are kind of misleading, not completely, but way more happens in each book than okay. what just the book is I about. See. And this okay. is why I, I find them problem. so fascinating. They're interesting <laughs> okay. books because right now I read all uh-huh. these books a few days ago. Uh-huh. Can't tell you what happens in which book because in a okay. bunch of the books, right. different things start taking place. Like right. in the one about the band, there's a few moments where it's nothing to do with a band suddenly it's about the fourth of july and it's just about them going to do fireworks and you don't remember that if you're just thinking of the book is called olivia starts a band or whatever it is right they they all have this quality of kind of just plopping around because again they're from the perspective of this like six-year-old or whatever she is you know eight-year-old or something but they're they're very uh they they aren't about like one thing they feel like and this is proven to be true but in reading it you can tell that these books are just like based off of a real girl person and that yeah. ian just talks to olivia and mm-hmm. olivia tells her about a day and he's like that's what right. the next book is about is about your day that you had let's write it down yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i can see where that vibe is kind of gleaned I, I don't know i i feel like so first off you know you're saying it's like told from this perspective of olivia right Mm. and i feel like it's from the perspective of like some english narrator right (laughs) like it's it's so weird because ian falconer uh was from uh connecticut Uh um and so it's just so weird because these books really come off as like an like a british vibe yeah they have like a they have like a sort of like weird way of talking to you Mm -hmm. um you know or a very proper way of talking to you i should say yeah um and I don't know with Olivia, like the first books are really kind of fun because they're just like, so like this nebulous kind of person is just kind of, you know, willing this book along, you know, like Olivia just kind of does things Mm -hmm. and we just have to like, I love how she wakes up in the morning and she picks up the cat and she goes and brushes her teeth Mm -hmm. and she picks up the cat again. Like, (laughs) you know, like I love that. I love the little, just the, the minutia of Olivia's life is really, really fascinating to me. Right. I love the fact that she is, not just chaotic but she's like a little she's a little brat like she sucks a lot like she's like there's she's a lot of times she's she's precocious she's she's and it's kind a book of, about precociousness she's kind of mean yeah she she's kind of mean so yeah i i don't know it's just it is like i can see why somebody would pick these up and be like i don't really like the message in these mm. but to me I think the message is more to the parents about how to parent a child like that. Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause, cause like, uh, it, it kind of gives me bluey vibes in that way where a the message bit. isn't necessarily always for the kid. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like, Hey, I know the parent is in the room watching. This is mm-hmm. how you should respond to these situations. Right. Parents like wink, wink. Right. Um, so yeah, so uh, that's kind of how I read. That, that was the read I got on Olivia. But I'd, I'd like to hear what you think about that. Yeah, I think there's some of that in there, but I I do feel like it gives off more of a sense of I don't know, like just having a laugh. Like I I mm-hmm. think the books, a lot of the jokes in the books definitely feel like they are for parents. There's one really specifically. I I had a second copy of. Uh, the one about the band. So I've, I've specifically read that one more times, like each night with Molly. Uh, so that one's more on my memory than the rest. But there's a part of it where like 
you know, they're they're saying a band requires multiple people. And the joke is, well, right. you always tell me I sound like multiple people. And that's like the tone <laughs> of most of the jokes in Olivia, right? Is like, well, basically, I'm a huge, you know, I'm, I'm a huge terror on I'm my family. I'm a huge personality. Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge personality. And every joke is just so, sort of at her expense almost. Okay. Um, and not, not in a negative way. I just mean like that right. that is the tenor of the humor of so much of this is like oh my gosh she's busting in the room this way and now she's doing this thing and this <laughs> second we get to the fireworks place she has to go to the bathroom and that forces the younger kids to have to go to the bathroom and everything is just sort of like you're saying it's like about dealing <laughs> with olivia who is right. a wild you know eight-year-old and right. I, I i do agree with you that it's like it's you know the parents rarely lose their cool there's a little bit of it um i don't even know if they even in that band these. one there's a moment where she goes and she puts on lipstick and there's like huge full frames of oh, her yeah, looking yeah, at herself yeah. in the mirror and the mom yeah, is like yeah. wipe that off your face get in the car and it's like ripping her out of the bathroom so they're not like freaking out but they they right. eventually She's lose like, their patience on, like, and are like right. let's go which is hilarious because i've been very much that's been the, my world recently we're in we're in that age of like <laughs> uh -oh. hey put your socks on hey 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 put your so over here what are you what's going <laughs> what on what are you looking at yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah when you, yeah that's uh you're in that i love that age of nora though because i always thought it was so fascinating how she could not like they just like are in, they literally are in their own yeah oh world, for sure you know yeah, it's, it's just kind of like the word is just focus focus hey focus right. can you focus on me right look toward look, me can you focus <laughs> right right i and that's where it's like you know you do the parenting techniques like where like one of the things i always did with my daughter is i whenever i need to tell her something i ask her if she wants a hug <laughs> and I start off with that uh -huh. because then, and it's, it's kind of interesting how that works, right? It's like a Pavlov's test, right? Sure. Where, you know, now, like when she, before she's even upset or before I need to tell her anything, yeah. I just ask for a hug right. and we hug and I'm already in an embrace yeah. to know so that she knows that like, I'm not, you know, I'm not here to, to right. be an antagonist. And then we talk about the thing yeah, yeah. that we need to talk about. Not gonna I scold. lead off with the positive reinforcement. Sure just via my body language yeah. and i always keep a very low and level tone yeah. when i'm talking about serious matters right so that she understands kind of the weight of the situation and the why isn't because i'm mad at her right the why is because i love her yeah yeah and so like that's cool that's kind of how good. i approach those things uh yeah i know no i'm a good dad it's you're, you're really good at this it's like i'm a really good dad <laughs> but like um no no uh but yeah so uh olivia uh you know, I, I love that you bring up the band one because it, it is it is one of my favorite examples of who Olivia is. Yeah. Uh, where she puts she spends an entire morning getting the band together, uh -huh. which is her getting a bunch of stuff, a whistle, like stealing she's from everybody else. Plates. She has to go right. up to everybody and take their stuff, for right. her, including her and dad's uh, 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 suspenders and his pants yeah. fall down yeah. because she needs yeah. his suspenders for her band. Yeah. And so and, and then the halfway mark of the book, what Matt's talking about is uh, her mom says, 
uh, aren't you going to bring your band to the fireworks show? Yeah. And she goes, I don't feel like it. And she goes and puts on lipstick and then they're yelling at her to get in the car. It isn't about that anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like now we're going to go watch fireworks. And it always ends on, like you said, it ends on like Olivia in a dream state yeah. or like passing out. Right. And the end of this one has the funniest it dream is. state. Do you remember this one? Yeah, absolutely. Because I've read it every night for the whole week. And it's, she's just suddenly dreaming about the Supreme Court. <laughs> circa 2017 or whatever it's so wild no this book was older than oh, that, that one's this the older. Like no you're right you're right it's yeah it's like 2004 so, or something but yeah still. it's like it's like john roberts and like all sorts of weirdos like clarence thomas is in this picture that's uh, one of the, that's a good Scalia. example though of like well i'm reading it to molly and i'm like i molly we're gonna skip this page i can't explain you. this joke to you like i did there's no way for me to explain this joke to you so there's, we're gonna move on right I, I like i don't mind it all being and like i haven't read these to nor yet i'll do that tomorrow before i take them back um but i just i love that i i don't I feel like it's so innocuous too. Like it's not like something that needs explained, right? No, it's there not. for us. It's yeah. there for you and me. That picture right. of the Supreme Court is so going funny. right over my kid's head. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's um but there's more in there for the kids still, you know, there's still a lot in there for the kid. Yeah. I definitely. think I love the use of negative space. Uh, it's very much an homage to like Dr. Seuss, right? Um, you know, where it's just like, here's a picture of Olivia on a blank page. Yeah. And then like, there's those wild, these wild interpretations though, of whenever it's like a photo yes. that is like on so the back of the page. So he does a lot page. of mixed media. He does, mm -hmm. he does really weird, like when he wants to put them in like a really specific setting, this is especially true with like the Venice one. The Venice one, um, yeah. Is all actual photos of places right. they're visiting in Venice. Uh, and, but he does it kind of throughout a a bunch of the books there's there's all sorts of instances where they go somewhere and then it's suddenly like a mixed media kind of presentation which is it's just like a whole vibe and <laughs> it's a I, different vibe. i'm mostly okay with it uh mm -hmm. i think it's more effective in some than in others like the venice one feels like a very weird kind of tourist oh it's book. that one's so weird yeah that one's the weirdest <laughs> of the books like the venice one is like is like an absurd take on on anything it yeah. just feels like ian took a bunch of photos on his right. in, while he was in venice yeah. and just like wrote a story of, around them which yeah. to totally fine but it's just it is like again it comes back to did he go on a trip, did he go on a trip like with <laughs> exactly. you know her family whoever whatever right. she's his niece who this uh, the, person the real is, right. the real olivia is his niece so whoever her parents are that's related to him right did he go on this trip with them and like you're saying like take pictures right i just think all of the books have that kind of vibe of like this is something i was around or something olivia told me about you know i'm i'm right. i'm sitting down with olivia every christmas and having her just regale me with whatever she can think of happened this year dude the christmas one's so good the christmas <laughs> one is so good so the christmas one we one, got uh, uh -huh. i got at during christmas just in like separate from all of our other christmas stuff that just happened to be a book we checked out so it was funny to return to it but go ahead yeah no no yeah it's it's great uh the the christmas one is so so funny because it has like these it, it captures the vibe of christmas a lot like really well for yeah. for these being kind of absurd sort of takes a lot right this one really captures like the oh you're staring at the santa watch you know it's like <laughs> raining it's like santa watch 7 p.m uh you know and it's just the three kids just staring out yeah. a window like uh there, there's the tree the whole tree uh, thing that happens in mm -hmm. this one there's the fold out pages with the tree always getting like torn apart in right. some 
weird uh, way. And then my favorite, uh, my one of my favorite panels in all of Olivia is in this book, and it's when they are singing uh, "Angels uh, Lift on High" or whatever it's Angels called. We have heard on and high. She says yeah. "Glow." <laughs> that, that, <laughs> and like I sang that, I yeah, was yeah. like, "That's so this good." So I love just the incorporation of just like stuff that you're gonna get. You know, yeah. like it, I like that it. I like that the words pop off the page. Right. You know, I love the stylist. Like well, the stylistic view of that, and it and it's definitely not a situation where it feels like it's you know how some uh, children's books have a have a somewhat sing songy presentation and everything to them. Uh, I do enjoy that the Olivia books are really conversational, even with the narrator. Like even the narrator kind of feels a part of just sort of an ongoing conversation, but more often than not. There's like back and forth between Olivia and her mom or or whoever else is in it. And they just take on such a conversational tone that when you're reading them, it it's really fluid, uh, I guess is yes. the way I would describe it. Like the because the book is very often like going through a bunch of weird turns and it's like by the end, not about what it was about at the beginning. Right. Like because we're just sort of like going through the the memories and mind of a child and just like through her kind of random day that could be like especially jarring but it's not really because each thing just kind of flows conversationally from right. one moment to the next so it, it's never felt like you're just getting ripped all over the place and it doesn't feel like anything's talking down to you it just feels like a quick retelling of a day like it just feels like a journal entry almost yeah, it's yeah, it's more it's more in the style of like John Classen's The Skull, right? Yes. It's kind of like got like just like story beats that yeah. it always hits. Right. Like there's not really a sense of time other than like right. you were saying, it's just a day, right? Yeah. We know yeah. that we're going to start waking up. Like I think the only exception may be the Venice one where they like have to fly to Venice. There's like multiple, so right? There's like a there's yeah. like two days involved, but yeah. it's like the vibes of the books like you're saying, it's like just over the course of a full day and it's just touching on a few different things like a few of just the wild things that olivia does yeah. throughout each day so it's uh these are these are super interesting uh we only got our hands on i think six of yeah. them i think that, like i said there's like 10 to 12 possibly yeah. Yeah. and we were missing a lot more of the early ones kind mm -hmm. of the middle ones we we had the first one and i think the second one and then we had the last two and yeah. then a couple somewhere in between the last two uh, or sorry, two of the last three, uh, Venice and uh, Spy. Yeah, um, Olivia the Spy, uh, which is also a very interesting take. It has a, uh, a Rothko <laughs> painting in that one. Yeah, it um, does. But, so the Spy one is so funny to me because it's. It, I think it's the best example of. Yeah, this book is not about Olivia being anything. a spy, kind of at all. Right. There's like two panels where we sort of reference the spy thing, but mostly it's about right. a lost toy and all this other stuff. Like it's it's right. such a no, different that's Olivia thing. and the lost toy. Matt. Well. <laughs> Yeah, well, we do it again in the spy, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, hey, it's round two of losing the toy uh, in this one. But yeah, it's no, it's uh, like you're saying. Yeah, it's there's like this sense of like I, like I was saying earlier, right? The narrator makes a lot of choices, it feels like. Yeah. But then there's like books like the Olivia the Spy where it's like, no, this has to be from Olivia's perspective right. because 
she believes she's a spy, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like nobody else thinks that's spying. Like her mom tries to tell her what eavesdropping is. And right. she's like, nah, I wasn't eavesdropping. I was spying, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like, but it's like, she's not doing anything, right? Yeah. She's, she's literally just standing in the other room right. and can overhear her mom talking right. about how she's kind of a crazy child. And, uh, it's weird because that's the series conclusion and it yeah. really sat with me. Uh, I was also listening to Debussy while I was listening to these. So, uh, or we're reading these, uh, it should be noted. So there was, I, I felt like it was that answers a lot of questions. It, it, really it was, is that not apt though yeah. to, to listen to Debussy? Cause sure. there's a lot of these books have incorporating, like incorporate a lot of actual art, mm. like, like, like uh, what do you call them? Uh, photo scans of actual yeah, yeah. like pieces of art are yeah. in a lot of these uh, books. Uh, so it is very uh, apt, I thought, to be... I sat down and I was like, you know what? I'm going to read these chronologically mm -hmm. and I'm going to read and I'm going to listen to Debussy and I'm going to start <laughs> with Claire DeLune. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm glad that you like them. I don't... It's not like I hated them or anything. I think these came down no. to be, being not ones I want to like have on my shelf in any way um molly does like them i mean they're you know it's it's stories about anthropomorphic a animals kid. a yeah. rambunctious kid like that they, they all work but i wouldn't say i saw her, like a particular spark come out of her like you know some other books have had you know it doesn't have that uh that mo willems vibe. yeah exactly it doesn't have the mo willems vibe where it's like the kid is just like the pigeon i the need pigeon. to know more about pigeon <laughs> give me more pigeon now uh but i i do think they're you know they're fun and I, if anything too there's a certain and maybe this is like in the art style they feel more classical to me and this maybe this goes mm. into that thing you're talking about where like they feel british um, we yeah, also have we have Madeline books at our house, mm -hmm. and like it feels a little Madeliney. It's not the same, but the only thing I think that makes Olivia feel modern is the emphasis on the precociousness, which I feel like you don't get from older right. children's books. Like that, that is definitely a newer thing where we're just like, it's cool if kids are super weird. <laughs> that like that's, right. that's completely fine with us. But beyond that, the books feel super classical. Yeah, the generational shift, right, is kind of right when these books are, are written. The mm -hmm. generational shift in parenting where we had so much more information, right? Yeah. The internet superhighway, baby, it was <laughs> out there. You know what I'm saying? Information uh -huh. superhighway is out there. And you can just get online and talk to anybody I about anything. the HBO documentary about Y2K. And this the, the first Olivia is released yeah. in 2000. 2000, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're in yeah. a new world, a new world order. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we gained so much information. We've gained more information in the last like 20 years than we did in the 60 years yeah, prior right. to that, you know, right. that's what's scary for one. <laughs> um, but it has created more informed ways of doing things. Yeah. It is, it has made a better world uh, on the whole, right? <laughs> like Hopefully. on the whole, we, we are probably in a better place. Right. Uh, at we're least on, we're at in least, a more aware place. Right. That's what I'm saying. At least informationally, right? We're the, I mean, the world's burning to the ground. So, you know, we, we already talked about that January 1st. <laughs> yeah, come listen to our, yeah. year, our new year. <laughs> listen to us ring in the new year with a book about how we're running out of water. So <laughs> that's not what this one's about. Um, this one's about Olivia and how we're not running out of water. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I think it's, uh, like I said, the parenting, you can see the parenting, the parent dynamic yes. in this book 
is like the beginning of that shift we see right toward from, I mean, I don't know about you and I love my mom to death, but she corporal punishment was <laughs> existent in my household, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was, it just, I was right at the tail end of that not being a super cool thing to do. Yeah. We, um, we, we, just, our house just felt like it was run by an HR department because it functionally was <laughs> well, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It was. <laughs> you had to fill out paperwork and, and like have no, small. No, seriously, I used to find in the trash can. Uh, of our uh-huh. of my brothers in my bathroom, I would find my brother's essays. My mom would make him write <laughs> about. I will not hit Matt. I will not take toys from Matt. I will not like his like ten year old essays. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, cool. He got he got served justice. <laughs> HR took care of them, boys. <laughs> HR took care of them. Case closed. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, that's a, that seems like, uh, you know what? I prefer, I think yeah. I prefer the wooden spoon actually. Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, cool. Um, uh, Olivia, yeah. Olivia, good stuff. It's fine. If people love it, I think they should. Uh, it's not something I obviously grew up with, but, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind getting like one of these to have in the house. I need to read the rest of them and find, you know, which one is maybe my favorite. Um, if you're going to pick one, it's got to be the first one. I think right. the first one does the best job of encapsulating. It has a real hot dog vibe, the first yeah. one. Yeah. Honestly, right. it's it's more jazz poetry. Well, because it's even it more is. not trying to be about anything, right. right? The rest from there on are like, oh, it's kind of about a band. So, we're still going like to kind of float right. around. But the first right. one is just like, I don't know, man, Olivia. <laughs> Have at it. <laughs> yeah, like, this is her. I don't know really what else to say. But um, <laughs> yeah, do you want to rank these? Ooh. Um, oh, man. I don't know if I, I don't know if I have much of a ranking between all of them um okay. I, I i i think olivia up top but beyond that they all sort of run together to me uh to be honest okay yeah i think my ranking would be olivia up top and then really i think the christmas one stands out mm-hmm. as like a solid second one yeah and i'm nor- not normally like a christmas book person like right. i i don't really like them on the whole but yeah. this one was like kind of a fun interpretation and really gave me kind of the nostalgic vibe of Christmas, even yeah. though it was a little bit more you chaotic. You like Christmas stuff about like actual lived experiences and less yes. about nostalgia for traditions. Oh, but when, because you, you you got that feeling from um, the book we read about tamales, where you were just like, "This is just what it's yes. like to hang out with your cousin." Yes, and you, I, I've noted yes. that you really dig on that vibe. Of yes, <laughs> and that's you know what, and that's all of kind of Olivia books, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like it they're all hangout vibes. Right. Like it's just like I love lived experiences, um, and I love incorporating them into books. So yes, the yeah. Christmas one, um, and then yeah, kind of like what you're saying. The rest of them kind of run together. The only one I would kind of put at the bottom is maybe Venice. Yeah. Um, Venice kind of goes to the bottom, forms a band, and the other two, um, Missing Toy and Spy, kind of. They're fine. Those three can kind of sit out in the middle somewhere. Right. And it doesn't really matter. But yeah, yeah I would recommend, I mean, I would recommend definitely Olivia. And then around Christmas time, grab Olivia Helps with Christmas. Yeah. I think those two are pretty are, great. Are fantastic and uh, very fun. Next week, we'll continue uh, Avatar series. Uh, so mm-hmm. it won't be a Kata Warrior yet because I know I'm almost done. Uh, with the av- the next set of Avatar graphic novels. So we're doing the Rift uh, in the Avatar universe, and then we'll get around to Akata Warrior. I'm going to have then... to reread Akata Warrior. <laughs> it's at been this like point. two weeks, EJ. <laughs> yeah, it's oops. been so long. Um, yeah. <laughs> or maybe I'll just, I'll have to, my task will be to remind you what all happened, and you'll go, oh, 
yeah, oh, no way. Because yeah. oh, that's what you were doing the other day. I mentioned like yeah. one scene. You were like, oh, yeah, and oh, then yeah. oh, and then this happens. <laughs> so I, I, I love the energy when uh, EJ is like just so down with a book. <laughs> Well, it's so easy to be down with a book too. I mean, yeah. Nettie, Nettie Okorafor makes things super easy. Yeah. Um, I like, I, I think one of the most accessible authors yeah. in the young adult genre. Um, and if you haven't read any of her books, I don't, just you, do you're it. Missing out. Yeah. 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 We're going to have to do one of her other series right after this. We're also just, we're reading Lagoon, uh, her not <laughs> kids book. Uh, yeah. and I haven't started it yet for our book club, but I'm, I'm just happy. This is a core four month. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Matt got to pick the book this month and we all had to just accept it because Matt's moving to Minnesota and none of us get to make decisions and we all live in Matt's world 